guessed it, pressure points. I'm D. This is sweet little AJ sitting across from me. We're hitting you with season three, episode one. Interesting and unusual deaths, part three. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at points o pressure. Let's get to it, bitches. We're back, baby. We got renewed. Oh, my God. They renewed our contract. Our lawyers signed everything for us. Perfect. I am thrilled. Back in studio. Yeah, and joining us in the studio is the lawyer. Probably won't say anything. You'll hear him laughing time That's because time. it was in the contract. He couldn't say shit. Yeah, exactly. And he signed He signed for all of us. Yeah, so whatever. But yeah, welcome back, everybody. If you're new, uh, well, welcome for the first time. <laughs> You know what it is. Oh, man, it feels refreshing uh, considering I've been depressed for the past fucking month having no structure to my life. What yeah, have you been up say, to? <laughs> we have structure now. I went camping, played a lot of video games. I dig it. Didn't do much of anything else. Oh. Yeah, I went up to the Uintas, caught some fish. Oh, that's one more thing than I did. Date, I drank a lot <laughs> starting at the moment I woke up. Which is great. Yeah, I love fair. drinking while camping because it nobody looks at you if you're if you just have like a shitty light beer at eight a.m. They're just like he's just camping. Yeah, he's, he's camping. He's just dedicated. It's fine. Well, uh, let's see. What should we get into? Well, um, uh, how is week seven hundred and fifty-five of the apocalypse? Oh, dude, uh, my quarantine has been phenomenal. I have continued to do nothing. Yeah, you've continued to get paid full for full time and nothing. go into work twice a, a week. week. Yeah, sometimes for a few depending hours. on the week. Every other week, usually. Oh um, my god! Yeah, and except on so this last Friday, I took public transportation so that I could avoid um, traffic and rush hour and shit. Oh, I thought it was to avoid your car that doesn't have an air conditioner. Well, that too. We're going to start uh, a GoFundMe. Yeah, right. GoFundD. Uh, <laughs> GoFundD. Go so, yeah, I'm I'm on I'm on the the train, go to work, do my little thing for like literally 30 minutes, get back on the train, and I hop off on my stop, and as I'm walking away, there's this of course, like I knew what he was going to fucking say. Uh, but it's this trailer trash looking dude standing in like the hundred degree weather and like not in shade. He's just standing out in the middle of the fucking sun. And he goes, Hey, uh, I hate to ask this, but why are you wearing that? And I like, I know he was asking about my mask. So I just, I was like, I mean, I figure better safe than sorry, bud. And I believe that you said bud. Well, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> so, so I go, I mean, better safe than sorry, bud. And I keep walking. And he says, safe, what are you talking about? It just looks retarded. And I stop and turn to him and I go, I'd rather look retarded than be retarded, dude. And I just walk away. And inside <laughs> I was just like, this is it. Like this is the greatest moment of my life. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't get any better than this. I sit down in my car and I was like, I didn't even fucking stutter. I did it. I was you did so it. thrilled, dude. Oh, oh so, so yeah, good. Uh, if you don't wear masks in public, Stop listening to us. And, and like, well, don't unsubscribe, but just, no, just mute it when you uh, play it. Just fuck off, please. Heads up to everyone: wear a goddamn mask. Seriously, for Christ's sake. Have you guys seen the Florida numbers? That's uh, oh my god, they have had over ten thousand. US numbers entirely. Like oh well, yeah. Jesus Christ! I, I saw um, a steaming hot mate and it was the U.S. <laughs> didn't flatten the curve. We turned it into a half pipe. <laughs> Shred it, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, oh God. So well, good. Uh, before we really get into things, we should take our celebratory season three shot. There we are. I hope you guys heard that. Hit it, lawyer. Yeah, you can kind of hear it again. There. I was. I feel like, oh, amaretto, it tastes like fucking cough syrup. Why would we shoot that? No, I think it tastes like Dr. Pepper. Now I can taste it. Yeah. I just wasn't you expecting it. You got to drink the beer while you still have some amaretto in your mouth. Thank you. I'm so glad I have you to explain to me how to drink. So we are drinking <laughs> beer of sweet tea. You guest on the show. Longtime friend of the show. I'm drinking sweet tea beer. He uh, homebrewed a bunch up for us. So As our lawyer called it. Isn't that just kombucha? Uh, and yes, <laughs> I like to think so. Yes. At least it's the only kombucha I'm going to drink. I ain't no pussy. <laughs> I ain't no bus. <laughs> bussy. <laughs> All uh, right. So... What you got for me? Hit me with the first interesting slash unusual death. So we're. I just want to preface this by saying we've done two of these already. This is version three. Every single time we do it, they get more popular, which is weird. So we're going to keep doing it. This'll we're going to our... run this bit into the ground. Yeah. 50 years when we're using the the AI that stimulate that or that simulates our voice <laughs> stimulates our voice <laughs> that simulates our voice the podcaster robot it, we will still be doing interesting and unusual deaths it'll just be like it'll just select little words that we said in the previous ones and yes. work it out i like yeah. it so let's start off i of course when i'm doing my notes i don't think about how easy it's going to say or how easy it's going to be to say during the recording with the names or any of it. So, uh, trigger warning, if you don't like people pronouncing names incorrectly, uh, turn this off. <laughs> Find a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Our, we've set the precedent already. Yeah. So, I'm going to start off with <laughs> Surrender Singh ba- Bajwa. <laughs> oh, Lord. We started they... off with a bang. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, it really fizzled. The deputy <laughs> mayor of Delhi. So, in October 2007... He was at his estate in Delhi, and he was fending off a troop of Reese's macaques. Macaques. <laughs> Reese's macaques? Macaques. Macaques. You know, monkeys. <laughs> and so they were basically attacking him. I think they were trying to get food. And he fell off of his first floor balcony, sustaining major head injuries, died the following day in the hospital. Apparently, in Delhi, they have a huge monkey problem. These macaques are everywhere, and they're basically like pigeons in New York or seagulls in Utah. <laughs> like, they're everywhere. They're oh, pests. They're the, they're the pigeons slash rat slash cockroach of New York. Yes. <laughs> of Delhi. The humans of New York. <laughs> Just all of them. Everything that lives over there. Yeah, so that, I thought that one was particularly... Uh, Interesting, because you learn about monkeys. <laughs> you learn about monkeys. There you go. How magical. Uh, so, in 1184, in Erfurt, uh, come, come Germany. Again? Erfurt. Okay. Erfurt, Germany. Sure. What? No, no, just keep going. I pronounced it better than your first one, mm. so fuck it. Uh, so, the Holy Roman Emperor decided to hold a little meeting. Because there was a conflict between uh, two different areas. So he holds this meeting to kind of like figure everything out between the two in the Church of St. Peter. Everybody goes, but just before the meeting starts, the floor of St. Peter completely collapses and everyone falls into the latrine below. (laughs) 
dozens of people fucking drown in the latrine. Like, imagine drowning in feces and, like, piss and shit. You're just, ah, the worst fucking way to go. There were 60 deaths total. 60 deaths? (laughs) 60 deaths. Well, if that's not, you know, a sign (laughs) from from God or the devil or whatever. Jesus. Uh, I mean, that's one way to figure out, like, it's one way to mediate is you just kill everybody there's there no you more go. problem. Easy peasy. <laughs> so I got this one's uh, much easier, but this, this is a very, very important death historically. It's Robert Williams. Hopefully a lot of people would know his name. No, but you mispronounced that. You're right. It's Robert, <laughs> Robert. Wilhelm. Um, so he, this is 1979. He was the first human in history to be killed by a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so was it the, a suicide machine? No. Oh, it was by no, accident. Okay. It was not on purpose. Well, that we know of. Rise up. <laughs> so there was a, it was basically a giant robot that would go up multiple, it was a five-story robot that would go up and grab inventory from oh, different okay. levels and then bring it down. What year was this? 79. Oh, okay. So, you know, definitely the perfect year for OSHA. Yes, exactly. And they, Basically, the the robot gave a bunch of erroneous readings, and Robert was asked to climb up to the inventory oh, area to manually retrieve the parts. And the robot went, oh, no, I got to go retrieve those parts. Crunch. <laughs> he His he body didn't... was discovered 30 minutes later because they didn't oh, know where God. he went. So he was just crushed. I mean, that's really similar minutes. to like things that happen in current Amazon warehouses, except people will just die. And you just walk over their fucking bodies. Yeah, and that's pretty much minutes, what happened. Yeah. And to, you know, cherry on top, this it happened in a Ford factory. <laughs> oh, my God. So typical. We've talked about it before plenty of times. Uh, typical. Ford definitely uh, helped the Nazis. But <laughs> that's a conversation for another day uh, or a previous podcast if you've been listening. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see. What else you got? Uh, yeah, I was thinking. I'll, I'll do another one here. Frank Hayes. This is 1923. He won a horse race in Belmont Park, New York, while dead. <laughs> what? He's the only person to win a horse race dead that we know of. How did he die? What the fuck? He had a heart attack, but he stayed in the saddle, and he won with a 20-to-1 outsider victory. Oh, man. Like, Can you imagine Legendary. The, imagine the line if you were the one guy that was just drunk. You walk up to the, the bookie, and you're like, I bet the guy that wins this race is going to be dead when he wins. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'll bet you fucking a million to one. And he's like, you got it, buddy. Just puts like 30 cents down on it and then just he's he's rich. Arrest his history. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the reason for the heart attack is because he, he wasn't a professional jockey. I think he worked with the horses more. But he... I can tell you a couple of professional jocks from high school. Oh, hey, me? Bada it's bing. The, the pressure bada points, bing, boys. Baby. Ooh. <laughs> Um, so he lost 12 pounds in like two or three days to make weight <laughs> oh as a God. jockey. And that compounded with the excitement of actually getting into the lead, they think, killed him. So so being a jockey is on like the same level as being a wrestler. Where it's just yes. you fucking starve yes. yourself for like a month leading up to it. And then you're good. And then you just have a heart attack close <laughs> to the end still win. So get this. Imagine dying on top of somebody and you still get Ooh. the pin. That's Three perfect. points. <laughs> God. So get this. The horse's name was Sweet Kiss, but that horse never raced again because people started to call the horse the Sweet Kiss of Death. <laughs> I was going to say. I love it. The perfect. Sweet Kiss of Death. Uh, so in Somalia, 
And this was only a few years ago, actually, I found out. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, big trans, big transition. So oh, in we, Somalia. Hold on. With the Somalia thing, I think I know where this is going. We have a, an audio clip I'll put on Instagram later that we were I, – I just a- asked him to say something to test the audio levels, and <laughs> just, it had the word Somali in it, so we'll reading, see. I was just reading my notes, and I go, Somalian suicide. So there you go. So this Spoilers. Uh, Shut up. Like, it's one death. <laughs> Fuck off. So uh, in Somalia in 2016, this guy puts his explosive laptop onto the x-ray machine in the airport. Now, there were people connected to him that were working for the airport at the time, and they like snuck the little explosive laptop past. And he gets on the plane just before they reach altitude. There's a large explosion. But – and it blo- so it blows a hole – in the side of the plane. The only person that gets sucked out is the guy that brought oh the laptop God. onto the plane. <laughs> only two other people got injured. <laughs> Wait, so they were able to land it and be yeah, fine? Everything was fine. <laughs> he just wow, killed himself. You... I mean, he did his job yeah. badly, but he did his Poorly. job. <laughs> oh, Lord, I love it. Uh, that's great. I love it when it backfires, yeah, when, really, when the though. plans backfire. There's, a, there's another one that... Uh, this guy tried to assassinate a Saudi Arabian, like, politician. And so he jammed a bunch of explosives up explosives up his ass. I, I knew and you were going to say that. He didn't, like, obviously you can only put so many things up there. So he meets up with this guy. He meets up with the politician, triggers the detonation. But because it wasn't enough explosives, all he did was just, like, splatter himself onto his target. So really he just <laughs> traumatized him. He didn't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> He's making that man pay for therapy for the rest of his yeah. life. He's like, I destroyed him mentally. <laughs> god. Oh, my God. I love that. I don't know why. So, uh, Michael Farley, this was a congressman, U.S. congressman. He was an Irish immigrant, and he was a congressman during World War One. And he also owned a tavern in New York City. Great guy. Yeah. He died from anthrax in his shaving brush. What? Yeah, How? so he, he put his little shaven, you know, shave in, and he got exposed to the anthrax. He got rushed to the hospital, and he was given anti-anthrax serum, but it was already, it was too late. He was not the target of an assassination at all. His death actually helped drew, or it helped draw attention to a campaign that health officials were currently waging to prevent the importation of anthrax-infected hides and animal hair. Apparently, there was just an issue where they would... <laughs> Jesus. Import hides and animal hair, and it just had anthrax on it, naturally occurring. It sounds anthrax. I mean, it sounds almost as dumb as a whole like we used asbestos for everything back in the fifties and sixties. I would talk to my dad, and he said, "Oh yeah, what, back when we were kids, we would have the uh, the I just lost the word but anthrax. No, not anthrax. No. <laughs> asbestos. They would have like the asbestos chips, and I guess you could like break them in your mouth, and in the dark, you would see little." Like oh my god! Splits of light of like green. Was that from the static? Or? Yeah, from the static. And I was like, "Dad, what the <laughs> fuck were you doing?" And he's like, well, "We didn't know how bad it was at the time." I was like, "You're gonna find out really soon." Yeah, <laughs> you're getting up there in age. <laughs> Jeez. So it turns out, eleven other people died from anthrax from shaving brushes and toothbrushes during that time period. Eleven other? Yeah, eleven other oh people. My god. So. Yeah, don't uh, I guess don't impact or impact don't import anthrax infected animal products <laughs> yeah. or anthrax period. or anthrax. Oh man! 
So this one's a little bit longer. Okay, I'll sit back. It's not terribly long. So do I need to cue up any sounds? Uh, nah. Ah, lame. I can get them if I need them. So in uh, South America, there was this Catholic priest, uh, Father Adelir Antonio de Carli. So he was a really experienced skydiver. And he decided that they were going to hold a little fundraiser for truck drivers because they didn't have very many, like, spiritual rest stops, I guess is the best way to put what he was fundraising. Okay. So places for these guys to stop and pray, which it was a, it was a wholesome little yeah, fundraiser. Yeah, whatever, that works. So. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, he's been, he's been skydiving for years and years. So he goes, I know exactly what to do. So. Three months before they do their real fundraiser, he puts together this little, like, imagine up the balloons on (laughs) top of the house, but instead of it connected to a house, it's just connected to, like, a a chair with a (laughs) seatbelt. And so this guy straps in, and he has 600 balloons attached to this chair. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. So he goes on a four-hour-long trip. Four oh, hours shit. that he's just floating with balloons. Like, I like to imagine that he just has a gun that every <laughs> time he needs to, like, lower himself, he's just like, pop, pop. <laughs> like, oh, oxygen's getting thin. Pop, pop. <laughs> so uh, he reached 5,300 meters, which is equivalent to, like, three miles. Holy this shit. He was up there. He's just cruising around. No big deal. He blew across because they were in, I believe it was Brazil. He blew across the border into Argentina. Oh, shit. I know. He needed his passport. Like, he should have brought his passport on his balloon trip. (laughs) It's not a hot air balloon. Just a regular balloon trip. No big deal. So, three months go by. He says, you know what? I'm fucking ready. So, on 4-20-2008, he holds his fundraiser. And what's the best way to celebrate 420? By getting high, whether it's through balloons or marijuana. Go for it. So he gets, instead of 600 balloons this time, he's going fundraiser levels. So he gets 1,000 balloons. Holy shit. I know. He's playing. He wants to go five miles. He's going across the ocean. (laughs) So they launch off. He gets a height of uh, six kilometers, which is almost four miles. So he's already gotten higher. He goes 55 miles away from his, like, launch point before he loses contact with authorities. And they, they can't hear from him. They're like, what the hell? So he intended to go west, but instead he ended up going southeast over the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? I know, right? So uh, four, or let's see. Yeah, it was just, like, days later, like up to a week later, they're finding pieces of balloon. <laughs> In the on the coastline. <laughs> oh no. Sixteen miles away from the launch site. Holy shit. Uh three months later, these guys working out um on an oil rig find a, the lower half of a body. And they just find like a fucking like from hips down. And I'm, I'm I'm imagining it's <laughs> hips with a bit of the spine. <laughs> yeah. It's just cartoon as hell. So they find the lower half of the body. And they turn it in. They're like, we don't know who this fucking guy <laughs> is. And they ended up reaching out to his brother, and his brother had to, to. His brother identified him based on what he was wearing three months earlier when he launched. This guy went That's so great. fucking far. Like, 
I'd like to – I wish that there was just a recording of all of the prayers that he was saying, like for the 55 <laughs> miles that he's like in more out over the ocean when he doesn't have contact. He's like, well, the police can't save me, so maybe God can. Yeah, let's let's get to Africa. He's just like, please, please send me a wind to the west. (laughs) I haven't seen land for four hours. I'm imagining he probably didn't pack like water or food or a flotation device. I like to think that he almost got to Africa. He was working his ass off to get to Africa. And he's like, I got it. And then all of his balloons pop but one. And then he <laughs> fell and some just giant yeah. tuna comes and bites yes. the top half off. And he got no, no. caught in a riptide and it yeah. pulled him back over to South America. But for a moment with that one balloon, <laughs> he, he just, sees it and he's staying. He's staying there with one balloon and he's like, God. And just hear, and pop. And then he looks to his left and there's a middle finger in the clouds. And he's like, no, no, no. Oh, my. That's great. All right, so I, I got one. Uh, this one's a very, very short one. Good. Paul G. Thomas, 1987. He owned, uh, I think it was a couple of wool mills. So he was at one of the wool mills. He fell into the wool mill machine and was wrapped in 800 yards of wool before dying. <laughs> so the he only, mummified himself. <laughs> the only... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He, yeah, it's the uh, the Egyptians, only human... Egyptians get hard with this story. Oh, yeah. They're just like, fuck yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then I, I have one little additional note here that says, fuck articles behind a paywall on a site with ads. Because <laughs> really, the, the newspaper archive that I was, it's the only newspaper archive that I could find with the story it's on it. It's all newspaper archives too. I hate that shit. I mean, I like newspaper archives, but I don't like where it shows you the first paragraph and then says, you must pay to continue this. <laughs> it's like, this story aired... 50 years ago, 40 years ago, we don't, like, you're making money on this shit, so I think that these websites shouldn't exist and all, everything should be free. I just wanted to use it. I mean, the worst is when you find, like, the only source is the only source you can find for it, and then it's like, complete the survey. So you answer their bullshit questions. Oh, I never complete their surveys. You're like, no, I don't want to do your stupid, like... I don't want to buy your newspaper. I'm not going to get, like, the New York Herald in, like, on the other side of the U.S. And then at the end, you answer, like, 20 questions. And then all of a sudden, it's like, now, to really get access, pay $10. I'm like, you like you piece of shit. You yeah. just wasted my time. I hate that oh, so it's much. garbage. Like, I get it. You need to run a business and stuff. But you already put ads on it. Like, <laughs> it was covered in ads. There was a banner at the top. There were, like, four ads down the side. There was a banner at the bottom. It looked like a recipe website. You know, they have all these. Oh, I uh, hate those. We should right. just rename this episode. It'll be, like, newspaper bitching. Yeah. Uh, so, in Japan in 1971, they were trying to figure out how to prevent landslides because they're really, really prevalent over there. So... They get their science and tech agency together, and they basically built a hill that was just meant to create a landslide. So they've started experimenting with different mechanisms of them, and they create a simulation so they can study why it failed. Now, when you are simulating a landslide, (laughs) generally, where do you stand? Uh, Far away. Would you say, like, close to the under, bottom of the landslide? Under the landslide where it's supposed to go. <laughs> where it's supposed to go. Yeah. Well, surprisingly enough, they had set up 
and it moved a lot faster than they expected <laughs> because I'm assuming that it was like, oh, a simulated landslide, but then they got a real fucking landslide <laughs> from it. And it killed 15 people. It covered covered them in, like, mud and boulders. And they just fucking die trying to simulate landslides. And they die well, by Well, they landslides. simulated it really, They're, really well. Yeah. They, they must have gotten phenomenal data. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> My God. My Jesse Le- – oh, I said this right before. Jesse Lazier, 1900. This was actually a pretty, pretty uh, important person in history. He tried to prove the theory that yellow virus was transmitted through mosquitoes. Up to that point, nobody really knew why it was transmitted. So he let infected mosquitoes bite him and then died of yellow fever. But oh, no. So he proved the theory. And for a while, the lab covered it up and said, oh, it was a mistake. He was trying to let non-infected mosquitoes bite him. He was studying them or something. It's and But it, it was a mistake. He just mixed up the mosquitoes. And then for insurance reasons. Oh, no. It's it's like <laughs> it's that, always the insurance. It's like that guy that uh, I don't know if the, you read anything about it, but he had bees sting him in like specific points on his body to determine where it was most painful. Oh, so he got yeah. he's he'd stung the tip of his dick. Ugh. Like, imagine you're just this, Ugh, you're just this little sounds... bee. You're just chilling. And he's like, like, fuck you specifically. And he <laughs> takes this one bee and the only sting this bad guy like this bad boy's got left. He just. Puts him in a little jar, sticks his dick in the jar, and then uh-huh. just shakes it just so he can, like, <laughs> piss his bee off. Stings the tip of his dick, and he's like, whoa, this experiment's complete. <laughs> and he, like, had him sting his tongue. Oh, my God. Uh. Like, I think he got, like, on the asshole, too. He was like, what is wrong with you? What? He was he was definitely a masochist. Like, uh, this guy was Yeah, you have it. to be for that. So it, it took 50 years to discover that... Um, uh, Le- uh, how do I say his name? Lazier. Jesse- Lazier. There we go. <laughs> Lazier kept really, really good personal, uh, really good personal journal separate from his regular lab notes. So when the lab covered it up, they basically oh. said, "Yes, he proved the theory, but it was an accident." And then somebody found his personal journal that said, "I am now injecting myself <laughs> or infecting myself with infected mosquitoes." And he actually sent a letter to his family. It's the one note that they didn't burn yeah. for insurance purposes. And yeah, he, he sent a, a handwritten note to his like wife and kids. He had two kids. And he said, Jesus. I am now, you know, for the purposes of pushing forward the understanding of yellow fever, I'm infecting myself with this and I will probably die before you even know it. Just and so sent the letter off. Just so you're aware, I am never going to infect my, like anything. I'll never infect myself at all. For the purposes of journalism for this podcast. No. It's what? not ever going to happen. What? No. You're crazy. Yeah. I, I found a bunch I'm, of needles at my job. I'm the crazy one. What else have you got? All right. Let's see. So Edward Harrison, 1951. This is a, a wonderful, and this is kind of a two-parter, two different people. He was playing golf when his driver snapped and lodged in his crotch. <laughs> I read about that one. <laughs> he then staggered 100 yards before bleeding to death. <laughs> God, like I'm imagining the caddy just like waiting for him to pass out to open his wallet and take the cash. He should have given him an iron. He shouldn't have given him the driver. Oh god! And there, there was another person uh, who was much more recent. I think it was the 70s or the 80s who got pissed because he just didn't hit it right. I'm not a golfer. I don't know. The I terms. think we talked about that one in the did last we? one. Yeah, and, he, and yeah, he threw it and it cracked and lodged in him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we did talk about we that. Did. Yeah, so I wanted another oh, golf. No. Uh, the next uh, interesting and unusual deaths, 
part four is all golf-related deaths. <laughs> all golf-related. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, along the same lines, Governor Morris, uh, now he's the same guy that he helped write the preamble to the U.S. Constitution. This this actually surprised me. He had signed articles of confederation and the Constitution as well. He served on the New York provincial, uh, provincial, 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 provincial Congress and Continental Congress. And in eighteen or eighteen sixteen, he had this really bad urinary blockage. <laughs> oh, so no. in eighteen sixteen, you know, before they had penicillin at the very and least, ultrasounds. Yeah. <laughs> and- uh, I guess he took it on himself. To just clear the blockage with a piece of whalebone. And he died oh from God. infection. No way he died. <laughs> oh, he died God. of a penis infection. Yeah, really, though. So, I mean, I guess it's not as, as epic as launching a, <laughs> a, a piece driver of your golf in your dick. Into your own dick. He did this one intentionally. <laughs> but yeah, like, oh, God, dude. All right, let's see. So this is another one of those names that just says it's spelled incorrectly, but it's not. <laughs> Gulam Daskagir. Daskagir. <laughs> this guy this guy was badass, and it's kind of a callback. I did this one specifically so I could throw you guys a little reference. Go back and listen to... Callback! <laughs> That's my thing. Go back and listen to Big Trouble in Little Bhopal, because this guy has plays a role in it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think you briefly mentioned him. Oh, I think I know what you're talking uh, about. He was the station master. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't talk about him specifically, but I know what you're referring to. Yeah. So this was a uh, station master who refused. So fucking honorable, too. Oh, like, yeah. This is, it's it's unusual, but it's so, you're just like, what a bro. Yeah. What what a bra. And so the station master refused to leave his post during the Bhopal gas disaster and prevented trains from stopping at the station, saving potentially thousands and thousands of lives. While all of his colleagues either left uh, or were dead around him. He's just surrounded by dead bodies. His lungs are burning. His skin is on fire. It's peeling and he's just off. Like, Don't come here. Yeah, oh, and he just stayed. He, he survived and spent the next two decades of his life in and out of hospital because of the, the effects Jesus. of the chemicals. And none of it was paid for by, oh, by Bapal. No. no, no. They have to put in a, a new tennis court. Yeah, of course. They had to update their fountains. <laughs> yeah, their fountains Jesus. that are just circulating uh, chemical-infected water. God, I hate Don't it. go to Bhopal. All right, so next one, 1896, Bridget Driscoll. Bridget Driscoll. So if you're, you know, exactly the character from Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> Bridget Driscoll. Gareth. Or what? what's the guy's name? Oh, uh, Colm. Colm Driscoll. Colm Driscoll. <laughs> and oh, Gavin. God. Gavin, where are you? Oh, Gavin. <laughs> I love that. Gavin. Clip. I oh. hate that because I don't know what to do to get him to shut up, so I just killed Nothing. him. That's what that's what it is. Ugh. You killed him? Maybe. I left him just so that like every time I go somewhere and I just hear Gavin. Gavin. <laughs> just down the distance, I was like, I gotta find him. See if he found Gav. <laughs> Terrible. No, I got pissed. So 1896, Croydon, London. This was the first pedestrian that was killed by a car. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that we know about, at least. So the vehicle's max speed was six miles per hour. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Because it was the owner of the vehicle modified the engine because the max speed should be four (laughs) miles per hour. (laughs) Like, we're popping this baby into fifth gear. Let's go. (laughs) I got half a horsepower, baby. (laughs) 
God. It's great. So they, yeah, I don't know what, how dumb you had to be to get hit by a car going six miles per hour. <laughs> I like, imagine it's were you like dragged the underneath? It's like the scene from Austin Powers. Yes. So he's there, he's like, get ah! out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> That's he a steamroller. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. Oh no! So this, this poor lady, apparently the at that point the coroner who did the autopsy said that it was just so brutal. It was such an <laughs> awful autopsy. <laughs> From six if he miles had an been hour. going seven miles an hour, I can't even imagine what would have happened. Well, I got a quote from the coroner saying that he hoped that such a thing would never happen again. And then, and then car makers, including Ford, were like, let's multiply it by 10. Yes. <laughs> by 2010, 550,000 people had been killed on UK roads in the same manner. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. So that coroner uh, hope was unfounded. Oh, God. So in uh, Germany, Western Germany in 1995, I, I saw you perk up when I said Western Germany. Western Germany. Get the fuck out Ooh. of here. In 1995. This is about oh. 50 years after your, your little hard on would have mm. happened. So- they had this big scout camp outing, and they oh, had, I think I saw, I they think had I planned this. to break the Guinness World Record for a giant tug of war. Yes. Yeah, so they had 650 yes. people there, and they've got this nylon rope that they said it was the size of a thumb. My thumbs are tiny, so I was like, yeah, it's actually kind of small, but I'm sure like some big fucking Western Germany dude just has oh, yeah. fat thumbs. Like a, like a bratwurst. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that that's the comparison it would have listed. Bratwurst-sized nylon <laughs> <Yes>. rope. <laughs> German uh, sausage. So they've got both people pulling, or they've got both teams pulling. Now, the thing about tug of war is that for some reason people think it's this really safe sport. It's like, no, because if that rope snaps, you are so fucked. All that potential energy yeah, all the, of all yeah. 650 people. I think the uh, – so the record is actually 6,282 people in India. I looked it up because I was curious. Uh, they probably used a bigger rope. Oh, I'm sure they used like a fucking like metal – cable. steel cable. Yeah. Um, so it this rope in Germany snaps and it whips back and it hits this nine-year-old kid and it kills the nine-year-old kid right away, injures 24 more people – and then a week later, this 10-year-old kid dies from getting hit with the rope as well. But, I mean, this is thousands of pounds of energy, like, stored in this rope. It's, like, what the fuck? Did you, I, I was reading that, like, tons of people just lost fingers. Because it oh, just I'm whips. Sure, cause, it whips and people had, like, huge cuts on their faces, stitches everywhere. Well, the same thing, so, uh... And it's funny because when I was in elementary school, I would do this all the time. Like, you'd always get the fat kid and put him at the end. Yeah. And he would just, like, tie so the rope you, around you his waist. So you were at the yeah. end. No. Like, seriously, you would tie the rope around your waist or some shit, and you just sit down, and it's like, oh, good luck moving my fat ass. <laughs> but in another one, kids would, like, tie it around their arm. Oh, yes. And there was one where both teams had done that. Oh, my God. And both kids lost their arm because just, like, just crushed it, it just fucking snapped rips it. it. Yeah, it just snaps and fucking... Whips back and rips their arm off. It's like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, the thing the thing that was cool in my school when we would do that before we got it banned was you would grab the rope and, you know, it doesn't have a lot of, uh, you, you can't get a good grip. So you would bend it around your hand. Oh, God. And, yeah, I think a kid shattered his hand and then we couldn't oh, play tug of war god, anymore. Dude. Yeah, I For guess, some reason. Like earlier, earlier this year, there was a guy that he was in prison and he was playing tug of war. 
Um, I don't know who he was playing against, but Jeff Epstein, he had wrapped it around his neck. Oh, and he yes. was trying to pull against, I guess, the wall. Yeah. yeah. It didn't work out. He died. Weird. You know, that that's crazy. <laughs> Let's raise awareness for tug-of-war injuries. Oh, our lawyer dug down. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> Hand over the face. Oh, no. Oh. All right. This one's this one's great <laughs> because it's the the mad professor... Carl Wilhelm Stiel. <laughs> I was hoping it was me, like Stiebelberg. <laughs> uh, 1786, a brilliant chemist who had the unfortunate habit of tasting every chemical that he discovered. He actually, oh, no. this guy was actually really, really, really interesting. He discovered oxygen. See, this is the same problem as the guy that like was using the uh, the mosquitoes. Oh, that's I, like. I, Props to your research, but what the fuck, man? Yeah, so he tasted, among hundreds of other chemicals that he discovered, lead, hydrofluoric acid, arsenic, and a bunch of other poisons. And it wasn't like he tasted it once. He, every time he would discover something, he would taste it. So if it had those components in it, he would just continually be exposed to these. He's just having like bowls of arsenic lead for breakfast. Yeah, with acid on top. Oh, but make sure to pour the acid on top after you put in the lead and arsenic. Or of you're course. nutcase. So he eventually started to die from kidney disease. Oh, realized he was dying. Really? Yeah. Who kidney knew? disease? I'm so surprised on Weird. this one. He married his predecessor's wife. Two days before he died, his predecessor had passed away so that he could pass on his possessions, his research onto her and actually passed on his like patents. Oh, so he didn't sign a prenup. No, no, no. <laughs> she she struck gold. Like two days later, she's like, oh, I'm still in the honeymoon stage. And then she gets a call. They're like, yeah, so your husband fucking died eating lead, arsenic, acid, and like all these other yeah, chemicals. And your she's family like, will never have to work again. So, you are now a one percenter. So, like uh, D. get over it. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, it was it was totally just to make sure he was kind of taking care of her mm-hmm. already since his predecessor, his mentor, had <laughs> passed away. And he was like, well, I better – I don't have kids. Let's just pass this on. <laughs> Jesus. And oh. then uh, – oh, God. I don't know why I did this. Queen Sunanda Kumariratana. <laughs> Kumariratana. The last name carries like all the way across your screen. I can see it from <laughs> yes. here. Yes. Uh, the Queen of Siam. Oh. Uh, now Thailand, essentially. Oh, okay. Kind of. So 1880, drowned in full view of her subjects because they were forbidden to touch her. She had forbidden anybody from touching her, so she <laughs> slipped into a pool and started to drown, and they said, well, we don't have to deal with that bitch anymore. Sounds like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> you oh. can't touch me. <laughs> Get your hands off of me. <laughs> oh, Lord. So Henry Taylor was a pallbearer in London and professionally? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I know, right? I need like, that job. He's he's hit it big. Uh so he's carrying the casket during this funeral and he trips on a stone. And as soon as <laughs> he trips, obviously like his little corner like it slopes down a little bit. And all the other pallbearers, I'm assuming because this has never happened before, they're like, oh, what the hell? So they they just, like, let go as well. They're like, oh, well, I mean, if somebody let go, we should all let go. Let's just drop this coffin. The problem was that Henry Taylor fell under the coffin. Oh. 
And the coffin crushed him in front of all of the people that were attending the funeral. Oh, shit. I guess the widow of the guy that died is just standing there fucking screaming and losing her mind. It's like like two deaths in a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking just, throw him, just throw him right back into the coffin. Save yeah. your money on a funeral. Double stack it, baby. Boom. No, you know the funeral director ran over there. He's like, no, 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 no. no Don't no, you no. dare put him in this grave. Yeah. <laughs> He's like... Who who's he related to that's here? <laughs> I, need I need to, to speak with you stuff. in my office right now. <laughs> I have some things for you to fill out. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's great. So I, I have two more going. Do you want me to do I'm both it. of them? Yeah, that's oh, all. Oh, that's mine. it. All right, let's hit me with them. Cherry on top with. I'll, I'll say it. The then not this one, but the next one is probably the shittiest one that I have. Oh okay. Okay. So the first one, unknown Irish woman. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful name. She died in 2008 after having sex with a dog. Oh, bitch. You deserve it. Cause was unknown. The cause of death was unknown, but it is speculated that she suffered from a severe internal allergic reaction. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. no. She had anaphylaxis in her vagina. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> and, yeah. That pussy was tight as fuck for like 10 minutes before it before got she really died. cold. Before she died. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, you know... That's oh, a good one. Oh, no. Wonderful. Uh, I mean, deserves death. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you earned it right there, you <laughs> fucking sicko. This next one is Monica Meyer. <sighs> I don't have a year. I don't know why. It's at the end of my notes, so I think I just gave up. <laughs> it was recent, though. That's point you were just, like, copy-paste yeah. through it. So this, was, this happened in Betterton, Maryland. Okay. And she was the mayor of that town, of Betterton, and they were doing their annual septic tank inspection oh no she fell into a septic tank and drowned in 15 feet of shit we're all about people drowning in shit we are this this is great coincidence (laughs) we started with it and end with it baby oh god i just i don't want to think about it like i mean it's it's about it already has happened because i've done notes on it yeah it's just like I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, imagine drowning in shit. And I'm like, no, 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 don't imagine drowning in shit. Don't imagine drowning in shit. So me oh, and God. me and our lawyer actually spent a couple summers at a summer camp from an unknown, unnamed boys group. Um, and it, it was a great experience. We were tent buddies for one of the years. And that, <laughs> that happened sounds, to be the year. It's such a fucking, I love it. You're just like, at Boy Scout camp, we were a tent buddies Mm-mm. like everybody had one so everybody it was had one at boy scout camp or band camp so the first year we i went up and our lawyer didn't wasn't there had a different uh friend longtime friend back before he was a lawyer yes obviously. yes of course and then so the second year we, that friend was there too but i was 10 buddies with with lawyer boy you whore yeah tent buddies with how many people how many t- are you ten, you're 10 buddies with me too you told me i was special <laughs> I lied, bitch. <laughs> so this unnamed friend was put on a had a had was a little a, extra duty. Was it an unnamed Irish woman friend? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say yes. Uh, so he was put on the work detail to go around to all the outhouses and oh, paint them, clean them. Sometimes you got to stir them if there's a lot of sometimes solid you, material. Sometimes you just have to dump a bottle of Febreze into the fucking hole. Mostly lie. Oh, God. And he, yeah, he was going around painting the outsides of it. And all of these outhouses were built at different times. 
as the camp or expanded. So all the tanks and the entrances were all in different locations. Sometimes it didn't have an entrance even. It was just through the top. And he's painting, painting. Crack falls right into the septic tank. Oh, fuck. I would quit. He caught. the, the, The hole was just about as wide as his shoulder. So he caught himself under the arms. And was stuck because he was only with one other person. Oh, and God. they had to go and get other people to pull him out. He had the right. <laughs> I'm so glad that you now have access to that. So he was, yeah, he stayed in there and I asked him about it. He got the rest of the day off to go shower. He showered for like he four to hours. Take the 24 hours to shower. Yeah. It was bad. Uh, some things just don't wash off, buddy. So I asked him tent about buddy, it. Ex tent buddy. Ex tent buddy. And he said, it was interesting. I would never want to do that again. But while I was there, I just kind of moved my legs around. Oh, no. Because I knew that I, oh, this would never no. happen again and nobody oh, would have this experience. No. And it wouldn't it make stop. it worse. Oh. So he just kind of moved it his is. legs. It's to already, like, it's making it worse. Stir it to feel it. <laughs> it's making it worse. <laughs> and just then, yeah, they pulled him out. It definitely made it worse. Like Definitely. You fell in shit. I can understand. It's like, oh, that's unfortunate. And then it's like, as soon as you're like. Ooh, it's between my toes. It's like, uh, now you're fucked up. You went from having a fucked up situation to being the fucked up situation. Yeah. So I just thought that 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 worked. He didn't die. So he technically doesn't belong in this episode, but it pertains. How dare you bring up one of your ex-tent buddies? I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Oh, well. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, that's our first, baby. That's a solid first episode right there. three. Uh, we didn't announce it at the start of the episode, so thanks for sticking with us. And this is your reward for sticking with us. Our merch store for the next month is going to have a promo, and it's Kami, C-O-M-M-I-E. We'll be posting it in our on our Instagram and everything, so keep an eye out for it. What is it? 10% off. Okay, yeah, 10% off. You still have to pay for shipping. You still have to pay full, full price. We moved all of our prices up 10% more. Yes, so exactly. really you're just paying the same price. You think did. I'm going to do I'm going to take time out of my day to do that? Fuck we that. Like, we like communism, but fuck if I won't take advantage of capitalism <laughs> yeah, oh, so that yeah. I can put some of my in my pocket. Perfect. I'll understand when I'm older. <laughs> uh, but yeah, commie, C-O-M-M-I-E. And as usual, find us on Instagram. I almost said... I almost said our username before Find the us platform. on Points O Pressure. Find us on Points O Pressure at Instagram and at Twitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> track us down. Always, always, always love to see your feedback. If you have any show ideas or comments or you're just like, stop with the lawyer quip, well, deal with it. We're going to still Screw keep Screw you, <laughs> Lacey. <laughs> we did an episode for you. You were in it, Okay. Just kidding. We both love you. We love um, you very much. But yeah, check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Points Pressure. That was the real one. And reach out whenever. Thanks yeah. for tuning in to the season premiere. I hate you. I know. I'm the worst. <laughs> I hate me too. All right. See y'all later.